Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Fire for them, fire for them. If you're looking for that 35 bag umbrella and all damn thing there, keep it locked with this Unomics podcast. 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 Hello, welcome back to episode 132 of this Unomics podcast. Um, shout out those who caught the midweek one. I dropped a midweek one for the first time. Um, shout out my boy Andre, helping me with the sounds on short notice. What a G. Um, episode one three one that broke down the Conservative Manifesto. So after today's podcast, there will be audio versions of my breakdown on the Labour, the Liberal Democrats, as well as Conservative Party. I might go through a couple of the other man them like short ones during the week, maybe on social media to check that out. Um, I've also got Threads of All Three. Well, by the time you hear this, there should be Threads of All Three online. So check that out. Just open the hashtag Dysonomics and you shall find it somewhere. And for those who would have attended my live show, this is pre-recorded before it. Thank you. I'm sure we had a great time and I hope to see you at many, many more in the future. Now, this week's podcast is going to follow on the theme of politics. That's like probably like three three to five podcasts in a row. Well, it is election year election time should I say um, we've seen a lot of talk regarding the Labour um, regarding Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn and anti-Semitism and I don't think in my recollection in my adult life and I'm 30 years old so I was born in 1989 so I can't remember in my teenage years or my adult years any other member of parliament being um t- hounded almost or held to such accountability regarding any form of prejudice and in this case it's anti-semitism so that's regarding um, Jeremy Corbyn and I can't lie I was shocked because Jeremy Corbyn has always seemed to me seem to be a stand-up person in terms of just basic morality Um, those who know me or know my podcast or know my social media I'm by no means a Corbynista or a Corbyn fan in terms of his politics, I 
I'm very, very much anti-socialism. So by default, I'm anti a lot of his um, ethos and politics. But Jeremy Corbyn and prejudice just never seemed to align for me. Never seemed to align. So I never really got it. So I, I've been asking for ages, what has Corbyn done that's anti-Semitic? Because people are... Okay, there's one thing saying the Labour Party has a problem with anti-Semitism. And there's another thing saying the Labour Party leader himself is an anti-Semite. So... I wanted to know what anti-Semitism is. No, let's start off what anti-Semitism is and then we can get into it. Anti-Semitism is hostility, prejudice or discrimination against you. A person who holds such positions is called an anti-Semite. And anti-Semitism is generally considered to be a form of racism. Anti-Semitism may be manifested in many ways, ranging from expression of hatred or of discrimination against individual Jews to organise programmes by mobs, state policies or state police or even military attacks on entire Jewish communities. Cool. So that is a definition of anti-Semitism. And as you've seen, Corbyn has been really angry in certain interviews. I think on an ITV interview, he was like, you keep saying I'm on opposition, da 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 you keep you don't want to hear any, you don't want to discuss or debate any of my policies. You keep on bringing up the anti Semitism thing, which I've apologized for on numerous occasions. Um, we saw on the, um, what's his name? Neil Andrews' show, Corbyn flat out didn't apologize. I think maybe because he's done it before, but um, um, Neil Andrews had him on the ropes regarding um, some of the dealings with anti Semitism in the Labour Party in the last two, three years. And you've just seen a lot of people ask him about it. We had a chief rabbi came us and basically say, yo, the streets ain't safe with my man in charge. Like, we've had loads. I saw like a video, I think it was from, I think it was a Telegraph or Channel 4. I think it might be a Telegraph of um, young uh, young Jewish um, people in the UK saying how much they fear for their life with Corbyn in charge and all that type of stuff. So a lot of um, the Jewish community seemingly um, are not happy with the prospects of a Jeremy Corbyn um, Labour government being in charge. So I saw this, um, somebody, um, a geezer, my name was Sir Clement Banks, shout out him. He tagged me in um, a post because I was like, I don't get this Corbyn anti-Semitism thing. So he tagged me in a post where it's got loads of, it says 51 times Jeremy Corbyn was no friend of Jews. Now, not being a friend of Jews doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic, but let's go for it. And I haven't read it yet, so I thought I'd do it with you people. So let's go. <clears throat> Let's zoom this very pixelated picture out. Excuse my voice. I don't know what's going on with I don't know what's going on with me. Okay, so um let me do the one. So 1985, Jamie Corbyn sponsors the Labour government Labour movement campaign for Palestine that pledges to eradicate Zionism from the Labour Party um and supports Sunderland Polytechnic Student Union's decision to ban its Jewish society. So I don't know about the Sunderland Polytechnic Students Union decision. I have to research that. But Zionism is not the same as anti-Semitism. Zionism, hold on, let me even get the definition of Zionism for the people then. I know what it is, but I want I don't want I don't want to be I don't want to be um I want to be very specific because it's definitions. I don't want to freeze. Zionism, a movement for originally the re-establishment and the development and protection of the Jewish of the Jewish nation is what is now known as Israel. So if you don't agree, essentially, with how Israel was formed, and those know the history, 
that is anti-Zionism. That's not the same as being anti the existence and pro persecution of Jewish people. Those are two different things. Um, between 94 and 98, Corbyn re gives repeatedly um, repeated support to Islamist extremists, Mohammed al Masari. Um, in 1996, Masari calls for the annihilation of Jews. Uh, Jews are a nation of cowards. Their annihilation is not difficult for Muslims. So again, I need to see what this support is for this gentleman. But that's kind of nuts, I can't lie. Um, 96, Corbyn heads the British chapter of Just World Trust, which openly supported French Holocaust denier um, Roger Garudi. Okay, so I hate when people do these things. Oh, you, you back something, but something... Also backs a next man. Like, nah, no, that, that don't run for me. Um, Corbyn speaks at anti-Israel rally in Trafalgar Square, which ascended by hundreds of Islamic extremists. Some dressed as mock suicide bombers and offers chant gas, gas, Tel Aviv. Um, I don't know what anti-Israel rally is, but being anti the existence of Israel, again, is not anti-Semitic, but I can understand why Jewish people may not be happy with that. Um, Jeremy Corbyn shares a platform with Palestinian terrorists and plane hijacker Leila Khaled. He'll, he'll, he'll then go on and share a platform of, get, okay, again, sharing a platform with people. So if you share a platform with Donald Trump, are you now a fucking racist? Like, come on. Um... Uh, okay, Corbyn supports the campaign of calling for the release of two convicted terrorists linking to the bombings of Israeli embassy and Jewish charity borders in 1994. Uh, boy, that's a bit nuts. Corbyn defends the salient points made in the white Israel after map speech by Iran's Holocaust denying president, Mohammed Ahmadinejad. Okay, so depends on what points he used, but yeah, that's not, that's not a good look. Um, so go through this. Corbyn supports in 2009, Corbyn calls anti-Semitic terrorist organisation Hezbollah and Hamas his friends. That's a bit nuts. So a lot of the stuff I'm reading through it is, and I'll get to the more recent ones, is, yo, he's like shared platforms with people who can be seen as very much anti-Semitic. So let me go in the last three years stuff. Corbyn compares Israel to self-styled Islamic states at a launch. That's not anti-Semitic. Um, in a Vice documentary, Jeremy Corbyn labels Jewish Guardian journal uh, journalist Jonathan Friedland as not a good guy at all and accuses Freeland of utterly disgusting subliminal nastiness for writing art article about anti-Semitism and labour. That doesn't make him anti-Semitic at all. Um, Corbyn attends a book launch hosted by pro-Iranian, pro-Hezbollah, Islamic Human Rights Commission. The author book, um, Hatim Bazian had previously tweeted, should Jews have to pay reparations for slavery? And Israel lobby man and, and Israel lobby manufactured UK Labour Party's anti-Semitism crisis. Okay. That's a drag. 2017 is revealed that Jeremy Corbyn's office attended support a Labour Party member, Marsha Mishchova, who was expelled for saying that Nazis supported Zionism. That's nuts. Um 2017, Jeremy Corbyn engages in anti-Semitic tropes saying that Jewish newspapers helped keep the UK Jewish community powerful in a position to influence. That's not anti-Semitic. Fucking hell. How's that? That's so. This is ridiculous. Jeremy Corbyn revealed um, to be part of this 2018 of a secret Palestine Live Facebook group, which was full of anti-Semitic content. Jeremy Corbyn sends his warmest congratulations to Labour councillor Sam Gross, who's facing investigation into anti-Semitism. Jeremy Corbyn defends Chris Williamson, saying Chris Williamson is a very good, effective Labour MP. He's a very strong anti-racism campaigner. He's not anti-Semitic anyway. Williamson was later expelled <laughs> over anti-Semitism. That's a very, very bad look. No cap. 
Okay, so these are some of Corbus misdemeanors. I'll post this um, thing. Some of the things I cannot lie raises very strong eyebrows. Raises very, very strong eyebrows. However, I do not believe in this list you can say Corbyn is anti-Semitic. He has never said or engaged in an anti-Semitic act. He just happens to be pally-pally with some of the ops. Know what I mean? And some people say... Uh, a friend of an enemy is an enemy, and certain girls are. Like, oh, if you if, if I ain't talking to shorty, you're talking to shorty. You're not. You're you're like you're an op. So it's one of them ones. But if we compare it to, oh, just sorry to conclude, I don't believe there's enough evidence to say that Corbyn is anti-Semitic. However, there is enough evidence to say that Corbyn has not done enough in terms of the anti-Semitism in the Labour Party. So, for example, if you watch the Andrew Neil show, which is an iPlayer. Like, somebody was, like, a Holocaust denier and this was, like, there's been a one-year-plus external investigation and nothing's been done. And the way I saw it, like, in terms of, like, some of the acts committed by some people in the Labour Party and how it's just been, oh, yeah, it's under investigation and that, like, not everybody's been proper suspended until, you know, an investigation's been done. I thought, okay, cool. If this was somebody um, who said something mad racist and then nothing was really done like that, I'll be like, hold on, do you men really care like that? And I can't I can't argue there is a valid point in that. However, the reason why this is a bait-faced smear campaign is because there has been a plethora of Islamophobic, xenophobic, anti-black, downright racism from the Conservative Party and other members like other members of the media. For time, and I have never seen with such vim, with such vigor, with such emphasis, with such velocity, with such violence, a smear campaign on bro. Boris Johnson has in Boris Johnson has a fucking discography of prejudice type comments. He said that he compared to Muslim women wearing niqabs or burqas to being dressed as letterboxes, fam. If that's not anti-Muslim, what is anti-Muslim, cuz? Or Islamophobic? He referred to black African kids as Pekingese and watermelon smiles. Even just literally the other day, um, they talk about love and money like Nigerians and that. And if you were to say love and money was like Jewish people, that would be anti-Semitism, boom, bam, da 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 So if that would be deemed as anti-Semitism and one of these... Uh, Accounts of Jeremy Corbyn um, not being a friend of Jews were saying that oh Jewish people have control, Jewish society have control over certain media publications. Then surely to say that about Nigerians is racist if you're following that same logic. So I'm not understanding. I'm understanding. Like we had a um, conservative MP literally two years ago, not on. Not an old Facebook post, not an old Twitter post, not a leaked email on the low, not a leaked Skype conversation, not a leaked iMessage or WhatsApp, not being overheard in a bar, in a flipping committee meeting, use the term N-word in a woodpile. Literally two years ago. She used the N-word. Straight up, she used the and in the woodpile, bro. And there wasn't the same amount of vim. Boris Johnson has said, um, like, 
Oh, just listen to my podcast with um, Boris Johnson. So why is there such vim and vigour and velocity for Jeremy Corbyn, who has not actually committed a single individual sin on par with Boris Johnson? I think the name of the woman is Anna Sutton. I can't remember her name, but she's irrelevant still. It's insane. Even... Um, the leader of the EGL team, Tommy, Tommy Robertson, whatever his name is, even he hasn't had the same level. Do you know what, know what I mean? Like, Trump gets it, and Trump has a big hit, but Trump does not get it to this extent. No no way. No way. It is brazy. It is bonkers. I've never seen... And it's not fair, because you're, he's going into interviews... And they're just pressing on this anti-Semitism. Of course, I understand you got to ask the question. It's, it's, it's a valid issue. But to the point where they press and press and press and press, to the point where you're not even discussing a man's policy. That's a smear campaign because now his message cannot get out there. It's simply, okay, income tax thing. He wants to raise income tax. And oh, yeah, he, Corbyn, Corbyn don't fuck with the Jews, man. And the Jews don't fuck with Corbyn. Whereas Boris Johnson is like, oh, yeah, are you going to get Brexit done, fam? What? This guy is has a history of prejudice. Like when it comes to prejudice, he's like fucking Kobe Bean Bryant, bruv. He's got 20 years, he's 20 years deep in the game getting buckets. It's absolute madness. So here's some of the examples, yeah? So remember I said a picking comment. Let me give you the exact quote. Um in the Telegraph in 2002, it is said that the Queen has come to love the Commonwealth, Commonwealth, partly because it supplies her with regular cheering crowds of flag waving pickings. Yeah? Cool. Also in Telegraph 2002, regarding Democratic Republic of Congo. No doubt that the AK-47s will fall silent and the Pangas will stop the hacking of human flesh and the tribal wars will all break out and watermen and smiles to see the big white chief touch down in big white British taxpayer-funded bird. In his big white... Sorry, in his big, big white British taxpayer-funded bird. Insane. Now... You'd need a heart of stone not to have been moved by the little aid-ridden choristers, said 2002 on Uganda. Also 2002, the continent may be blocked, but it's not blocked upon our conscience. The problem is not that we will want to charge, but now we're, no, well, now we're not in charge no more. What, what more can I say, man? What more can I say? What more can I say? But who's getting hounded? Who? Corbyn, cuz. Okay, same as he. But yeah, we'll leave that topic for now. Moving on to the Liberal Democrat manifesto. So I've given a breakdown of all the manifestos so far. Well, all the, the, well, the two main manifestos so far. And now the streets going to get a Liberal Democrat one. So I'm going to try to run through this as quickly as possible for you people to digest. So let's start off with Brexit. They want to stop Brexit ASAP, basically. So if the Liberal Democrats win a majority, they will revoke Article 50. Whereas, which says, yo, we're, we're leaving. Whereas with the Conservative Party, if they get a majority, they're, they're executing the thing. And Labour, they're giving the people a vote. They're going to try to get a new deal. And yo, do you want our deal? Or do you want to keep it stepping? And if they keep it stepping, it's a, kind of like a soft Brexit because they're still linked to the custom union and single market and all them things there. But if... Um, the Lib Dems don't get the majority, but they still win. They want the people of Britain to have a, um, a, a vote, either stay or leave, and they will campaign to stay. Boris is obvious. He says he'll campaign to leave. What's his name? Um, what's, uh, Jeremy 
he has not said a where he'll campaign and this is pretty obvious because he actually wants to leave. But obviously, a lot of members of your party don't want to leave. Okay. If if we if we stay in the European Union, Liberal Democrats will use the 50 billion saved and in the next five years to improve um, services such as healthcare as well as education. They want everybody to be treated fairly and have the same chances in life. They want to keep the rights of people from the EU living in the UK and vice versa. So the rights of people from the UK living in the EU, they want to maintain rights for both parties. They will spend 130 billion on investing in the economy on things such as better transport, new schools and homes, which obviously I'm, you guys know I'm pro investing in the real economy. Oh, but I, I'm not a fan of their Brexit policy, by the way. Um, I just think we should just keep keep it stepping. The people voted, let's keep it, let's keep it sliding. You know what I mean? Um, they want to have a fifty billion pounds worth of capital regional rebalance program for infrastructure spread across the UK. Again, I reference I was happy with that with in the Labour Party manifesto. Just really revamp all regions of the UK and try to give people the best infrastructure and the best opportunities to develop a, a good life for themselves. They want to convert all railway networks to to ultra low emissions by twenty thirty. Some more environmental thing. They want to have hyper-fast broadband for them and them. They're going to invest in the initial £50 billion, of, no, sorry, £5 billion worth of capital for a green investment bank. And as you don't know, I'm very much pro um, good investment banks in the interest of the, of the people. They want to have a two-year visa for students to work and after graduation and help majorly expand high-quality apprenticeships, which is good. They want um, all corporations that have at least 250 member employees, to have one at least one employee representative on, on their boards. Again, I'm not a fan of that. I said that when um, Labour had that on their team. They want to raise corporation tax to 20%. Um, not quite. I think the Labour wants to raise it to 26. If, excuse me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm not too fussed with that, but 26 and nah. Um, They want to replace business tax with a commercial landowner levy, which is more smart very much more smart because land is you know what i mean you don't have heard a podcast check out the housing ones before um they want a flexible working working environment and what no so flexible working hours and that's open to all from day one they they start working or or day one um they let them get some power and the only time when this won't be mandated is if there's significant business, business reasons not to they want to they want to have do you know um, I spoke about IR35 and they have some contractors who aren't really contractors, they're employees, so they're kind of half... They want to create a dependent contractor employment status where you're halfway in between a full PAYE employee and a full-on contractor. And they will. this will give us um, entitlements to um, basic rights in the workplace, which I'm... You know what I mean? I'm full for that. Um, they want to have a... They want to, they want to be a 20% higher minimum national minimum wage for people on zero hour contracts which is smart if you're going to give people the risk of a zero hour contract at least make sure they get remunerated for it i don't mind that at all and i don't and i don't like banning zero hour contracts like um labor want to um they want to have like a 10k lifetime inv um, investment um, training fund for every adult to spend on education and training so they can learn new skills throughout their lives I like the ethos behind it, but it sounds very excessive. I don't know how it's going to operate. I need more details. Um, free childcare to all kids over nine months if their parents work. Again, this sounds excessive, but I understand why. Do you know what I mean? Like, Labour have a similar policy between the ages of two to four, but for 30 hours. 
They want to reverse cuts to school funding. I'm for that. Liberal Democrats want to pay more teachers. They want to have 20,000 more teachers. They want to, every school or college that has backdated needs for um, refurbishment and repairs they want to do. And they want to guarantee a, um, I think, was it 30K for teachers or was it nurses? I think it was teachers. Um, 30K, sorry, sorry. They want to stop SAT tests at primary schools. They want to put a 1 billion investment into ch children's centres to tackle inequality. Um, they want to have, they want to do that kind of teaching for life curriculum. So some of the things that people say on Twitter, oh, we should learn about financial literacy and mental health and all that type of stuff. They want to, they want to implement that. They want to replace Ofsted with um, Her Majesty's inspectors in schools. Um, they want to increase all teachers' pay by 3%. At least, sorry, they want to increase all teachers' pay by at least 3% each year through Parliament. So they really want to um, help teachers. They want to challenge gender stereotyping in early stages. They, want to, they want to also want to restore maintenance grants for students. They have a 10-year plan to stop damage uh, to the environment. This includes making sure all homes in Britain have insulation by 2030. They want to make sure electricity is made in the UK by wind and sun um, and sea by 2030, so 80%. They want to stop all fracking. They want to keep countryside, seas, plants, animals, and all other things on the earth safe. They want to plant 60 million trees per year because these are good for the environment. They want to make sure all trains and new cars in Britain run on electricity. They want to ban all non-recyclable single-use plastics. So these are all pretty good policies for the environment, similar to Labour. They're very heavy on, on um, environmentally improving the UK. They, they want to freeze all rail fares and season tickets throughout Parliament. I'm for that, because these men are taking a piss. All that cross-rail, high-speed rail, regional rail, all that type of stuff, they are for it, but they really want to put caps on these excessive um, spending that are aligned to these projects. They will ask all people to pay a bit more tax, so one pound, so extra one pence per everything they earn, for every pound they earn, to raise seven billion, and they want to ring-fence this seven billion raise to spend on NHS and social care. Again, y'all know me, I'm not really a fan of income tax rises. Um, we will, especially for, we will spend this money, um, they said they will spend this money on NHS care services, I already said that. They also invest £10 billion on mental health and they want to make mental health as important as physical health. They want to have a compulsory levy placed on gambling companies to fund the research, education and treatment for gambling issues. So that makes sense. If something's going to be a net negative on society, you've got to pay for that. They want phone and video appointments to be used when clinically suitable to help with GP times and all that type of stuff. They want to restrict, they want to restrict the marketing on junk food to children and look at more levies and taxes on things like juices and stuff which with higher sugar contents to kind of tackle childhood obesity. They will want to have a minimum, 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 sorry, sorry, I can't speak, minimum unit pricing on alcohol. Again, similar to my argument regarding gambling, I'm kind of for that. They want to legalise cannabis. They want to have potency limits for health reasons. And people over the age of 18 should be able to purchase and only people with licences can sell. And this will help tackle the illegal market as well. Sorry to demand them. Um, at the moment, people can wait up to five weeks for the first benefit payment. They want it to be five days. So a massive, massive increase in inefficiency in terms of delivering that. They want to invest £6 billion in towards this. And they want to invest... They want to build 100,000 social homes per year. They want to give local authorities the power to introduce an up to 500% increase in council tax where, where second homes are being bought. 
I might find that that's excessive unless it's pamming, you know, and um, them overseas youths. And similarly, overseas people purchasing their second homes will have a heavy surge charge on stamp duty. So I'm a fan of that. They want to build 300,000 homes each year by 2024. Um, they believe in a help to rent scheme where the government will back tenancy loans for those under 30. I'm not a fan of this whatsoever. That's crazy. Back in man to back in man just to rent. Nah, cousin, the taxpayer pay. Nah, red boy. Nope. They want to give people the right to have food by law. I agree. This food and shelter should be a basic human right. They want to have local services support young people when they need to help them stay away from violence. They want to keep the important human rights laws and ensure that UK and Europe and um, the, the laws that UK and Europe have made so far. They want people to come to Britain to be safe from war, violence and other problems. They'll give them the right to work three months after they ask to stay. I believe this is fair, especially over the evil the UK have done in this world. Um, some children um, arrive in Europe without families. In the next 10 years, they want to help 10,000 of these children to stay in the UK. They want to start a new way of voting called pro proportional representation with single transferable vote. This will help people's vote, everyone's vote to count. I'm a massive fan of proportional representation. This is where... It's not first past the post where, okay, you're in the West Ham constituency, whoever wins that constituency, they they get that seat. No, I want there to be, if Labour get 57% of the vote, they get 50% of Parliament. That's how I would want it. I agree with that. And of course, this helps them actually gain more power. Um, they want to have a 2% rise for police force. They want to increase the number of police on the streets. They want to give co-bitting partners more rights. They want to have an ex-gender option on passports. Um, they want to give the voting right to young people from when they're 16. They want to give it to British people who live in other countries and people from other European countries who want to live in the UK for a long period of time. That all makes sense. If you want to live in the UK for a long period of time, you're going to be paying income tax, you're going to be paying all these types of taxations and you're going to have a vested interest in the run of this country. Makes sense. They also want to give local areas more saying important decisions. For example, how local communities can spend tax money. Uh, they will keep spending in some of Britain's poorest areas and they also they want to stop selling weapons to Saudi Arabia and other countries that don't look after people's rights. So all in all, I'm, their policies are kind of like not as radical as Labour, but still a lot of heavy investment in real people and not as diluted and wishy-washy as Conservative Party. Me personally, I think they comfortably, by a big distance, have the best manifesto. But obviously different people have different beliefs. So let me know what you think. Hashtag Dysonomics. Put that on Twitter or Instagram. And yeah, any questions, let me know. And until next week, peace. Also, if you listen to this, I just forgot. December 15th. Touchdown Frackers, live show. Come watch Arsenal get their asses panned by Man City. I watch Man United struggle against Everton. The boys, including me, will be on the stage after um, giving you a live podcast. The last one was wavy. It was Man United Chelsea and Arsenal Newcastle, I think, was the game. So, yeah, make sure you come down. There'll be food served. It'll be indoors this time, so you'll be nice and warm. We can get a beverage. Yeah, December 15th, tickets on Shubs, or you can pay on the door, but get your tickets early. Until next week, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.